0: To get your copy, visit our website at TruthSeekersMysterySeries.com. Mystery Series.com. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Hey, friends, and welcome. Today, we are going to talk about some fun projects. And because it's summer, this podcast is Fun Summer Projects Write a Book. And this is episode 432. And you can find today's show notes at Vintage Homeschool Moms. I really want to thank our sponsors. It is because of sponsorships that we are able to stay on the air. So, Really listen to our advertising and as you know, you get these podcasts for free and we really appreciate when you give us a star rating on iTunes or whatever podcast app you're listening to as well as uh, going and taking a look at our sponsors and then letting them know how you found them. So a shout out again to the sponsors for Vintage Homeschool Moms. Why write? That is our topic today. It's fun, and it is a great summer project, but what if you're afraid to write an entire book, or what if you have so many ideas you don't know where to get started? Well, the first thing we're going to do in this episode, and this is another for kids episode, and parents are always invited, um, we are going to talk about some things that we can do. Did you know that writing is like storytelling That is something people did a long time ago for entertainment. Now we have television and video and streaming apps, but long ago, the way that people enjoyed themselves was to tell stories of real events or to exaggerate things that happened to make them more exciting. I'm going to give you two examples now and you tell me which one you like the best. Okay, are you ready for the first one? I was walking down a path and I got to the end and I turned right. And I kept going until I got home. All right, you ready for the next one? As I was walking down the path, I thought I heard something rustling in the bushes. In fact, the noise got closer and closer. So I hurried along, trying not to be obvious that I was afraid, but I was really, really scared. There are often lions in the woods, and I knew that I was close to their feeding time, being out so late. And if I didn't hurry, I might be some lucky lion's dinner. As I walked, I looked back, and the rustling was still following me, and it was getting faster, so I picked up my speed. And yes, I started running. Whatever was in the bushes was also picking up speed as well. I saw my house ahead, and I ran as fast as I could, as if my life depended on it, because it did. As I opened the door and threw myself in, I heard a roar and a whoosh of air behind me, then a horrible scratching at my door. I looked out my front window, and there was an angry, pacing lion who had just lost its tasty dinner. Me. Well, what do you think? Which story would you want to read? The first one or the second one? I agree, the second one sounds more exciting, but both say the same thing in different ways. Both of them had someone walking and going home along a path, but one was much more exciting. Fiction is very close in some ways to true events, and you can think of something that has happened to you. You may be able to turn it into a short story that people will enjoy because that's storytelling. It's a way to entertain or bring enjoyment to another person. And let's face it, who doesn't want to make someone else happy? I had the privilege of writing three novels with my daughter. That's called being a co-author, when two people work together on a project. We wrote different parts of a story and put the parts together. I wrote some scientific facts in the book, and she wrote the fun action-adventure mystery part. While we worked on it together... It was a lot of work, but it was a wonderful experience, and we had fun. And you can find these books on my website at MediaAngels.com, and the series is called The Truth Seekers Mystery Series. How did we come up with this idea? Well, I wanted novels that taught good information, and my daughter wanted to write an action novel with kids that actually did something that wasn't dumb. For example, if there's a noise in the basement, no one's dumb enough to go walk down in the dark while they're alone to check it out. And in many of the books, that's what happened. I have a podcast that talks about an interview with my daughter, and you can find the link in the show notes, and you can hear more about my interview with her. Okay, so back to writing. Let's say you always wanted to write a book and you just didn't know how to begin. One of the best ways to begin is by brainstorming. If you can brainstorm an idea, it helps to work out the angle. What is it that you want to say? Do you want a mystery? Do you want an adventure? Do you want a little bit of uh, fun in it? Do you want it to be silly or to be funny? Well, we started by brainstorming when we were writing the Truth Seekers Mystery Series. So you can begin with a marker board or a large sheet of paper. You can draw a diagram. Start with a circle in the middle and write the word story. Or maybe you have the name of a book you want to write. And then draw spokes off of that circle. And then start writing more circles or drawing more circles. And you can put main characters in one circle and setting or theme or problem that must be solved. Most books have a specific theme, or another word for this is TROPS. You can look up the word TROPS, which is spelled T-R-O-P-E-S, and it's pronounced TROP. The O is long. Usually, a TROP is an overused cliche. This may give you something to start with. For example, many of the mysteries today have to do with time travel or finding a treasure, you know, things that most books and movies are about. You can keep drawing these spokes and circles until you run out of ideas. Another thing that this is called is mind mapping, and you can look that up as well. What if you don't think you can write a story? Well, you can start small. I have these five tips on my website. You can go to vintagehomeschoolmoms.com and look up this episode, which is Podcast 432, Writing a Book. All right, here are some tips. One, you can start with a short story. That will get your feet wet, and you can see how you enjoy writing. Number two, what is the problem? If there's no problem to overcome, then there is no story. Number three, write one section or even a chapter, and before you do, write a few sentences about what the chapter is about. You can do that in an outline as well. Number four, know your character. What is it about your character that makes him or her lovable or maybe not likable? What is going to be different or change in that character? Will the character be stronger or happier by the end of your story? Will the character learn something or be better for the trial that they experience? Have you ever read a book and you, can't, you can catch mistakes? For example, I read a book one time, and the kid's favorite ice cream was chocolate. By the end of the book, the kid's favorite ice cream was vanilla, and they didn't give any reason for that. That was a mistake on the part of the author. Number five, keep the story moving. Add a lion or two. Remember the story I told you about walking home with a lion in the background? I kept you in suspense, not telling you what the rustling in the woods was. Authors or good storytellers do this to keep their readers listening and engaged. You want to know what's going to happen next. Or if you don't, and you don't really care, you put the book down. So these are five things that can get you started. For more practice, one thing you can do is retell a favorite story. You can change something in the story. Have you ever read a story and thought, wow, that was a really dumb ending? Or this person should have done this or this. Well, you can do that you can write a story that is based upon a book you like and just change it around. For example, if the character is a boy, you can make it a girl. If it's set in the mountain town, you can make it a beach town. If they're finding buried treasure, you can change it to a valuable artifact or maybe something that washed up on the seashore after a storm. In this way, you can write some of the things you like and you can even change the characters' names and make it your own story. This is one way to start writing, and it's good practice. Storytelling is all about the what-if question. What would have happened if the lion was faster? What would have happened if the person started running faster at the beginning? What about if the person had a bow and arrow? What about if the kid's best friend or little brother was outside playing when the kid came running home? chased by a lion. So as you can see, there's lots of what-ifs and that makes you have more and more ideas. Another way to jumpstart ideas is to use open-ended stories or what's called story starters. You can start reading a book and then put it down and write the rest of the story yourself. Don't peek. After you're finished, you can read the book and see how yours is better or how you can improve upon your idea. You can do what I did with the first novels I wrote, and that is to write with a partner. It's important if you do that, that you at least learn to take criticism. What is criticism? Well, that's when someone tells you what they like or don't like about a story. Because we were going to publish these books, and they were going to even be in some bookstores and on online bookstores, we wanted to make sure that these books were really good. So before we went to print and before we hired editors... We gave the books to over 40 families to read. That's a lot of families, and we got lots of feedback from the people. They wrote things they liked and things they didn't like. Truthfully, most of the people just said they really liked the story and didn't have a lot to add. But some people do not like feedback or their feelings get hurt. This is like an artist or anyone who puts their work or ideas out there. If you like it and your family likes it, that's all that's important. If you want to look up the missing link found on Amazon, you can read some of the comments that people wrote about the book. And you will see some of the comments are good and some are bad. I also wrote another book called A Few Minutes with God. And this also got good and some bad reviews. But you know what? It's okay. Some people do not like to share their work with others because they're afraid that somebody may say something bad about their book. I am not like that or I would not have over 20 books that are published. You can use software like Google Docs if you have a Gmail account and you can share this with a parent and make sure your parent knows how to set this up for you. Or you can use a Word document and use tracking. Someone can make suggestions and you can decide whether you want to accept those suggestions or not. So what are you going to write about? Is it a mystery? Is it a nature story? Is it a discovery? Did your character discover a lost island? Or what about a bug? I have a friend in real life who did discover a special type of bug. Maybe you're writing about a tropical rainforest or a vacation on the coast, and a big storm comes in, and you find something exciting, or maybe someone exciting, that is washed up on the shoreline. Imaginations can begin with working out ideas and talking about it with your family and your friends. I wrote a book for adults on writing and publishing, but it's valuable if you ever want to get your book published. It's called Information in a Nutshell Writing and Publishing, and it tells you more about the keys to writing. Another book on how to write fiction is by a good friend of mine, Susan Marlowe, and it is called Reach for the Stars. This is available with my ebook bundle on Media Angels membership website. And if you want the print version, you can find Susan online and she sells on her website. This book will walk you through step by step on how to write a fiction. If you have any questions, stop by this post and I'll be happy to answer them for you. Go to VintageHomeschoolMoms.com and look for Episode 432 Fun Summer Projects for Kids. Write a book. Until next time, I will talk to you soon, and be sure to check out our sponsors for today's episode. Take care, and God bless. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.